Welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, a psychiatrist, and you're a terrorist therapist. I'm here to help you and your family reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. Well, I am sick and tired of all that's been going on in the media, watching and listening to the same thing every day, the news about the elections. I have election fatigue, and I will bet that you do too. It is going droning on and on and on. And what needs to happen is that the media, because it's making us crazy, it needs to make to be more responsible with its coverage of the presidential election. You need to become more media savvy and not to let yourself be brainwashed. I'm going to tell you more about this, what's been happening to us, why we've been driven crazy, and what you can do about it. We are like kids stuck at the dinner table with mommy and daddy bickering every night. We're like stuck there. We're prisoners. We get indigestion. And that's what's happening to us in real life. I'm listening to mommy Hillary and daddy Trump bicker. And of course, we have the news anchors and, and, uh, uh, heads, talking heads, women and men, bickering as well. It is just like nonstop mommy and daddy bickering, heading to a divorce. That's what this is about. So if, if your parents were divorced, or, or you're thinking of divorced, or maybe you've been divorced, if it's really getting to you, this is why. The media needs to uh, stop. <laughs> stop leading us down the rabbit hole. They are causing us to be about to cast our votes for president based upon emotion and not logic. Why is this happening? Because the media is looking for ratings instead of being responsible and helping us make a good decision. The media knows that more people will tune in to hear Donald Trump say something outrageous than to hear yet again about Hillary's issues, her emails. We've been hearing about her emails for I don't know how long. It seems like decades, but I know it hasn't been that long. We've been more recently hearing about the DNC emails about Bernie Sanders. We've been hearing about Benghazi for years. We've been hearing about the mysterious deaths of people who crossed the Clintons. And we've begun to hear about, quite fortunately, we've begun to hear about, finally, um, people talking about her brain problems, her neurological problems, although that is not getting the, the important coverage that it deserves. Now, whatever happened to the rules that were put in place decades ago, like the equal time rule? The equal time rule uh, was put in place to determine, to, to make sure that U.S. radio and television broadcast stations provide an equivalent opportunity to any opposing political candidates who request it. Now, some say that this doesn't apply to news, but in any case, it's not really a matter of the number of minutes because Trump certainly gets more airtime than Hillary. He can't complain about that, but it's what's being covered in this airtime. Now, I know what you're thinking. How naive can I be that I think that 
the media should be adhering to the equal time rule or to being more responsible and not be concerned about um, about uh, ratings. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't realize that the media is all about ratings, radio, television, um, everything, everybody, because, you know, that's what pays the bills. The sponsors look at ratings to determine whether they're going to sponsor a particular show. I get it. Believe me. But, <laughs> you know, when it comes to something as, as incredibly important as the next presidential election in these times that are more dangerous than ever, I would hope, or I have hoped, um, much to no avail, that the media would do the right thing and be more responsible in their coverage. Now, the media um, gives uh, Trump happily much more airtime because they can fill it with his shocking quotes, because he calls it like he sees it. For example, one of the more recent ones is um, where he's been saying that Obama founded ISIS. Now, we know what he means. I mean, you have to be an idiot to not know what he's talking about, that it is the policies of Obama, and he also includes Hillary because uh, she was Secretary of State. It's their policies and their lack of strength, their lack of, of um, putting up a good uh, offense, no less defense, against terrorists that ISIS came about. But, you know, the media is twisting this and trying to say that he, you know, that this is just some, the next crazy statement that, uh, that Trump has been making. And, you know, I think that the media stays up nights <laughs> trying to figure out which, which radio show, which television station can outdo the others in terms of how they can best twist Trump's quotes around to make it seem like he's he's literally insane or and or that he's dangerous um, and and you know they try to put the best spin on it to try to uh, put forth their own agendas. Now we know that the most of the media is liberal, therefore backing Hillary, except for places like Fox News and and some of the internet um, news sites and so on. Which, of course, you know, just by sheer numbers makes the amount of information that you hear condemning Trump much stronger and the amount of information, worrisome information, that you should be hearing about Hillary much less. So you need to become media savvy about this and to realize what the media is doing and not let yourself be brainwashed. Now, it is, this is a very, this, this election fatigue and this bitterness um, and, and the, the volume of all of this that is making us crazy is also making us have much more difficulty in relationships. <laughs> there are many, many times, many situations that I have gotten into, and you know if you have been listening to my previous podcasts or um, listen, uh, you're following me on Twitter, which is at Dr. Carol MD, you know that I am a Trump supporter. I, this is totally trans transparent. <laughs> and um, primarily I'm a Trump supporter because as your terrorist therapist, 
I am most, most concerned about protecting us from terrorism. And there is no question in my mind that Trump would be able to protect us from terrorists much better than Hillary. We have already seen what Hillary has done. We've already seen how terrorists, the threat of terrorism, the te number of terrorist attacks have grown under Hillary being Secretary of State. So I'm not saying anything that isn't obvious or shouldn't be obvious. Um, <laughs> there, but you know, when I go around talking to people as I do, um, whether it's family or friends, uh, or colleagues, um, I am a prime example of how relationships are falling apart. Marriages, family, friends, co-workers, um, talking about politics is more risky than ever because we're more likely to offend people than when there was more apathy about political candidates in the past. Um, I can tell you about some examples of fights that I've had with people going from family like my mother. My mother is a staunch Hillary supporter. I mean, they should give her a job in the Hillary campaign because she would be out there waving the flag and, and wearing a banner, vote for Hillary. And she gets really embarrassed when I talk to her friends about my voting for Trump and why they should too. My daughter gets incredibly embarrassed. Um, she tries to uh, either literally pull me, physically pull me away when I start on one of my rants about why they sh people should vote for Trump or why I'm voting for Trump. I don't even, I try not to be, um, I, try, I try to cut down on the offense level uh, to some degree by just talking about why I'm voting for Trump, not even trying to, to be as... Um, overt about trying to convince them to vote for Trump. But then I've gotten into fights with colleagues. I try actually to um, be a little more, you know, since I don't, since I don't want to um, uh, offend colleagues, you know, have any work uh, relationships damaged by this. I try to, uh, to, to test the waters before I talk about politics. I mean, you know, any anything that you talk about um, tends to 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 lead back to politics these days. You know, you could be talking about unrelated things, and yet um, because it's on everybody's the top of everybody's mind, it very easily and quickly turns to politics. Now, I so far have been able to curb myself in terms of talking to patients. I don't talk to patients about politics unless it is a patient who brings up why they are voting for Trump or how the media is unfairly portraying Trump or something like that. And I can't resist um, <laughs> validating them in their thoughts. Um, but you know, the fact that, that so many relationships um, not just mine, but I'm sure that you, whoever you, you're planning on voting for, um, you're, you've probably been experien experiencing this as well with people, you know, sometimes, especially when it, 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 it's very uh, disconcerting when it's, you start to talk with somebody who you assume is going to be having the same political views as you have, and then you find out mid-sentence, uh-oh, they, they know they're not on your team. They don't believe that, and you have to backpedal to try not to offend them.
But this media madness is making us crazy. It's making our heads spin. We are not knowing who to believe. We are just knowing that the world is more dangerous and out of control than ever. And the election is still over two months away. It feels like we've been hearing election news forever. I mean, of course, we had the 17 candidates um, for the political, for, for the, the Republican Party's nomination. I mean, that made it uh, particularly uh, long and, and difficult. You know, we went through all of that, and now we're going through the two nominees. And yes, it seems like, I mean, I think most of us wish that, we, that the election, the real election, the national election, was tomorrow. So we could stop hearing all of this noise. The noise is making us really anxious and making us really frightened because um, we, it makes us it, it makes us afraid and wonder whether any of them, either of them, uh, can can do the right thing and be a good president because so much of the campaign is putting each other down that it makes us worry. Oh my God, you know, what if so-and-so wins? Um, either one, it makes us feel, the media is making us feel and, and their way they're portraying it in order to get ratings is making us feel as if neither one would be good and they would um, lead us into doom, into an apocalypse. So, um, Another thing that we've, we've just been hearing of the statistics this week showing that labor productivity is down. It's falling at an alarming rate. And a lot of this can be attributed to the economic impact of 9-11. I talk about that all the time, how um, not the memories of 9-11 and the ongoing threats of terrorism, terrorism terrorist attacks, um, which of course, you know, have been increasing. Um, over the years, over recent years, since 9-11, in other words, um, that that has already been decreasing our productivity because it's hard for us to get a good night's sleep. These worries keep us awake. And um, without having a good night's sleep, it's very hard for us to be productive in the morning. We're, we're, getting, we're not sleeping well. We're, we're distracted at work by all these thoughts. Even if you aren't realizing that you're being distracted from your work or you don't realize what it's due to or you think it's, I mean, there are a number of things, obviously, family issues, uh, different lots of illnesses, different kinds of issues that are all distractors from work. But... Um, think about it the next time and, and ask yourself whether in fact part of this isn't attributed to your general sense of fear, the general sense that, that of impending doom um, because of all the crazy things that are going on in the world. And then, of course, now all of this election fatigue, all of this election noise that we're hearing in the media is making it worse. So... Um, what do we need? Well, well, let's go now, actually, to um, to the the um, letter and email portion, the Ask Dr. Carol, Ask the Terrorist Therapist portion of the show. Um, I have a letter today from Joanne. Joanne has written, My head is spinning. I don't want to turn on the TV or radio anymore. It's making me sick, literally. The same squabbles over and over. It scares me to death. It's making me think that neither candidate 
is fit to be president. Well, yes, Joanne, I, I, yes, that's exactly the problem. Um, you know, it, it's, it is certainly important for the media to bring up various issues, but it is also important not for them to be skewing them by picking out the things that are going to be most outrageous, going to attract more um, listeners or viewers. So what you need to do is to, um, is to cut down, <laughs> cut down your intake um, of, uh, of media. We need to all go on a media diet and um, try to only listen to the words of the candidates. If certain media outlets won't stop putting ratings over what's best for this country, then we just need to turn them off. And we need to confine ourselves to trying to find the um, television, radio examples or, or um, uh, instances of, of the candidates themselves speaking so that you can judge for yourself. We can, you have to understand the political biases of certain uh, outlets, media outlets, again, whether they're television, radio, podcasts, like mine, or, um, or uh, just internet or print um, text, and to realize that they are talking in these loud terms. They have turned up the volume because they are trying to convince you to vote a certain way, which is so wrong. Um, I mean, it's so it's so wrong, she says, after she's been doing podcast after podcast and tweet after tweet and video after video telling you to vote for Trump. But I am transparent about it. I'm not pretending that I am presenting everything in a totally um, unbiased manner, although what I'm talking about today about this election fatigue um, is unbiased. I'm talking about how how, um, at least I'm trying to be unbiased by talking about this psychological uh, phenomenon that's happening that is trying to drive you to vote based upon emotion and not logic. But in any case, even my podcast, you need to take that and, and um, look at it, listen to it judiciously and understand, I have explained why um, I am backing Trump, but you know, you're the one who has to decide and you're the one who has to decide which issues that have been brought up about both Trump and Hillary are the most important. And um, the key is though to really, you know, just like we have uh, um, food diets, we need not not eat food. We're supposed to. We're supposed to try to not eat food that is uh, junk food and not good for us. Well, the same thing with media. You have to be very judicious. You have to be very careful to um, understand their bias. To take that into consideration when you're listening to what they're telling you. And as I said before, you need to try to primarily. Listen to what comes out of the mouths of the of the uh, candidates themselves, and not just little um, snapshots, little sound bites that have been selected out of context 
by the media to put forward their agenda. Well, I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist. Thank you for listening to the Terrorist Therapist Show. Um, there, just remember that there will be life after the elections. <laughs>